it's MC Devi here. You are listening to the Beat Beat Podcast, exposing the truth as we see it. This is a podcast where son, a mother of one, and a grandmother of three open up each other's eyes to the matrix. Look at the modern day world from the perspective of three different generations. Follow, laugh, and brilliantly analyze the tragic comedy we know as the human experience. Music you are listening to is by my late and great grandfather Sadun El Beati. May he rest in peace. Yo yo, it's MC Devi. I'm joined by. Two lovely women here, the talented Reverend Summer Elbeati. Hey. And the matriarch Barbara Elbeati. Hello. It's with an I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we took a little week off, got our bearings set somewhat. Mm. And we're recording this on Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day. Yes, happy Veterans Day to all you veterans out there. Thank you for your service. Service. Thank you. Yes. So, our topic today is the era of globalization. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. That's a very complicated topic. Yes, very complicated. Do you have a definition for it? And what you want us to cover? Oh, you want a definition? Well, let me just get out my trusty laptop. <laughs> That's on and my your trusty lap. Google. Google it. Google. Okay, well, but generally, there are several different kinds of globalization, right? Yeah, there There's is. Economic. Uh huh. Political. Environmental. Cultural. Mm hmm. Social. Wow. I would consider that cultural and political, but anyway. There's a lot, and I think we can cover all of them, but the definition here is globalization, the process by which businesses or other organizations develop international influence or start operating on an international scale. Mm, okay. That's a superficial yes well that's a a google definition yes that's a google de- all google definitions are superficial let's be honest here <laughs> okay well okay it's a sketch it's fine it's a sketch yeah uh, okay take someone like britney spears mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah. She's part of globalization, right? Cultural globaliz- globalization. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good point. How so? Well, I remember when we invaded Iraq. Mm-hmm. I think it was the last time. Um, 2003. All the young people of Iraq were watching Britney Spears and classical... Iraqi music was being ignored. Yeah. Hmm. After the invasion, some people actually got back to 
classical uh, Iraqi music and uh, started taking it seriously and spreading the good word about it. Mm -hmm. So now on, um, on Facebook, there is a page for the Iraqi maqam, which is? Well, um, the Iraqi maqam is a particular way of performing uh, Iraqi music. Um, and <clears throat> there's certain uh, instruments that are indigenous to Iraq, uh, but it's very complex music, both um, in terms of instrumentation and uh, even though there may be few uh instruments used. The music is complex uh, in character. It's uh, got lots of subtleties and uh, vocally it's amazing. Mm. So are you saying that after Invasion that opened the door for other music? No, I'm saying that uh, before the Invasion the door had been opened to pop music from the West, uh -huh. uh, pop music which relied on um, a, uh, oh, you just used the term, Devin, uh, an algorithm. Oh, yeah. Uh, a successful algorithm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so there's nothing much memorable about it and um, that's what young people were listening to yeah it's as though they were giving up some great stuff that was part of their heritage that's because Britney Spears made it easier to simul assimilate yeah assimilate mm, not they use Britney Spears not you know her I'm not attacking her but you're just saying that famous musicians, yeah. American musicians, uh -huh. young teenage types. Pop and pop yeah, music. pop music. Really easy to get into because you pop. Because you pop, pop, pop. I hate it. What? Personally. No. You know what? Hate is such a strong word. Yeah, and I don't like it. It's all right. Well, I, you don't need to say hate. You can just say I don't. I dislike well, it. I, it's not I my thing. I resent it. It disgusts me. I don't. I, don't I like pop music. pop music. I like hip hop. Since the early '80s. Okay, excuse me, guys. There's some good pop music. Y'all need to just There's get off the pop There's some good, but bandwagon. the stuff they play on the radio is trash. Well, okay, that's your opinion. It's not an opinion. It's facts. I, I disagree. I kind of. <laughs> There are two, anybody with two generations. Oh, <laughs> oh, excuse me? Okay, you know what? I have some really good taste, okay? Like, I don't know how the hell Kanye West got famous. Maybe his earlier stuff was good. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, I don't know, and I don't really care. Let's get off of the music okay. bandwagon, because I really don't care for us to discuss well, music. Anyway, that is an example of cultural globalization or globalization mm. of culture uh -huh. so how is it an example of that because what the united states has put out in the way of pop music has gone all over the world yes 
Well, and now there's Arabic pop. Right. Right. I mean, that's a good point. It does. Which is okay. And you find, you know, yeah, Arabic pop, music, Arabic, um, what else? What other kind of young, young Arabic music is there nowadays? Uh, I don't know, but I I know there's there's Desi pop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm just thinking in terms of not just pop, but like more rock and roll. Oh, there's some hip-hop, too. Oh, hip-hop. That's probably what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah hip-hop. And probably Arabic hip-hop, Arabic rap, all that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting, you know, to see all of that happening. Yeah, anything better than pop. Okay, get <laughs> off the pop bandwagon. <laughs> anyway, anywho. Anywho. So that's cultural globalization that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. What what about any anything else from that? You you're the one who studied economics. I did. Yeah. So let's talk about economic globalization. You probably got a taste of that. Well, let me just crack my knuckles here. <laughs> Oh my god, you're actually cracking your knuckles. Ouch. <clears throat> mm. Yes, enlighten us. Well, you see, um economic globalization at the highest form mm. has been influenced by the top predators within the nationalist system of nonsense. Um <laughs> Well, okay. That sounded pretty good, actually. It did sound pretty good until I put nonsense in there. Yeah, you could have just kept going and we would have believed you. Yeah, I think everybody would have believed me mm-hmm. because that's what passive listening is. Mm. Um, yeah, economic globalization. Globalization is really complicated and hard to figure out No, at it times. isn't. I mean, what about when one country invades another country economically and forces them to mm-hmm. give up their um <clears throat> growing food for themselves yeah mm-hmm. and it gets and forces them to grow cash crops which are then exported yes but it's a rabbit hole is what i'm saying that goes deeper and deeper and deeper right. especially when they, we get into uh food and pesticides being used to um supply uh, huge economic growth and worth of food to lots of people and exportation of materials and mm-hmm. all this stuff and then you gotta th- think about the environmental impacts and is this yes. free trade economy stable it's not by the way and if we force someone to buy seeds and grow their own food to buy seeds to from grow us. food, but the seeds uh, from us can't be harvested and used the next year, which is what farmers traditionally do. Oh, okay. so they have to keep buying the seeds. Yes. Ooh, and that's playing occasionally fire. Uh, a that's not corporation fair. goes into another country and steals their seeds. And makes it impossible for them to um, make a living. Make a living, yeah. Of course. And sues them. <laughs> well, 
I mean, we started way back when with all the um, plantations and such, and prior to the the plantation. Well, you know, okay, so I just saw this great um, video on the Smithsonian Channel about um, Pocahontas. And um, interestingly enough, I've just been recently studying about, you know, Jamestown and the, the colonies and everything. And they were like, you know, harvesting tobacco, like that was their thing. And then, and then uh, exporting it to uh, English. English. Yes, England, to the English. And, but, you know, I don't think tobacco was indigenous to that area, right? I think it came from more south, uh, South America. So, um, so I mean, it's almost like globalization started way back when, a long time ago. This whole idea of growing things that are not necessarily in indigenous to that area, right? And um, and the exporting of goods and doing all the trade, right? And um, and has that you mentioned mentioned the environment? Has that been good ultimately for the environment? I mean, we're now in a time in which people are saying, "Hey, we need to." Some are saying we need to stop with all this globalization and and uh, uh, exporting goods and importing goods and um, and using you know all the fuel that goes into um, all the. Uh, the carbon emissions that goes into the environment because the airplanes are transporting all those goods or the big ships are transporting all those goods and they are putting so much of uh, carbon emissions into the environment, which is really, really bad, right? And then there are others that go, well, I mean, countries that have, um, that deal with a lot of poverty, um, allowing them to deal with globalization will help them to come out of poverty so that's more of an answer to our yeah, car our, to the, our, the carbon emissions and the environmental destruction yeah but it's right? at the cost of cultural contamination mm. of course mm -hmm. well also it usually um works out that an upper class is making a lot of money and so a country looks as though it's thri thriving but um who's thriving yeah right but not yeah. everyone is thriving mm -hmm. well right i mean in, in here we look at when we look at globalization what is happening in brazil for instance with the amazon oh. right and the burning of the rainforest to clear the forest to what put cows there crops what have you right mm -hmm. for globalization purposes to sell to other parts of the world i mean you know um then that's not such a good thing because we need the amazon to provide us with oxygen so that we can all breathe and live and not die you know and and think about all the animals and other you know um uh insects and what have you i mean what what we haven't discovered or the medicine the medicines that might be there you know um a cure for diseases like cancer right like mm. what could be there that we haven't discovered and we're getting rid of so 
that's a that's a big problem that I think is um, it's all about globalization and it I mean I think globalization started when people decided they were going to start trading with one another way back when and mm-hmm. and it's just gotten you know worse as we've uh, it's greed. advanced it's technologically greed. you know it's greed. I want more. It, it is. But I mean, and then we have something like speaking of the Amazon, we amazon.com, right? And what do you call it? FBA uh has F what is uh, it called? Oh, yeah, FBA. Amazon FBA fulfillment by Amazon. That's what that means, right? I just learned that. Mm-hmm. And everybody's saying, "Okay, okay, do do an Amazon store, right?" So all these people rushing to to put products on the Amazon store, and then where are they getting those products? Well, in order to make money, they're not having them made within the USA unless it's some a product that they've created, right? And that they that they're selling that they personally. are yeah, that they're um controlling how it's created right here. Um they're having it made in other countries like China, right? And then shipping it over. So, and then that way they can make money. So, yeah. Because it's a lower mark or it's a higher markup for them. And then it's, it's gone it's because it's gotten harder to make money with all the competition too of the mm-hmm. global society. And yeah, there's some pros to it, like, I don't know, the trade, but the pros just, um, in my opinion, uh, what's the term? The pros and the cons. Outweigh? There's more, way more cons. Oh, out the cons outweigh the pros. Yeah. Well, okay. So I had avocado twice today already, and I. Would... You could never eat too much avocado. Right, and I don't know what I would do without the avocados. So well, we can... need to keep those trade doors open. What? You can grow an avocado tree in your house. True, you're absolutely right. What? You're right. California has avocado orchards. Okay, all right. California. Fine. See, the thing about North America is I stand it's, so, corrected. it's so versatile, it can grow all sorts of stuff. Sure. So why don't we? Uh, Because the land is for the cows, Mom. Okay, so or that's for housing Hello. developments. Okay, so is there a way that we could or malls stop malls? Yes, having so many cows. Uh, I think maybe eventually. Eventually, we may have to. Eventually. Well, I always say this: we're gonna be eating bugs for protein. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You do say that. Yeah. Like. Crickets and stuff. Yeah, like crickets and stuff. Cockroaches. What about cockroaches? cockroaches. Are we gonna eat because co- yeah, the cockroaches? You know, they lasted. They have lasted. The dinosaurs went down, but the cockroaches remained. Yeah, I think we. Need what to does wipe that tell you? Out. They must wipe be filled with protein. <laughs> yeah, let's just start consuming them because yum, they must yum, be yum. filled with lots I of protein. So. <laughs> they survive. They they've got to have some super. What is it within them? Yeah, we should be. I mean, they that. would mom, tenacity. They would have to be chocolate covered. Is all I have to say. <laughs> there's a, to there's a, there was a cockroach in our uh, French class once. Oh yeah. And everybody starts freaking out. Oh really? And um, <laughs> and one of the guys in the class goes, "I'll get it out! I'll get it out!" And he grabs a broom and chases it out the uh-huh. door. And this thing is fast. Oh really? It's a fast cockroach. Yeah. Like. 
wow it's like the big cockroaches in california here mm-hmm. and it's fast and he's chasing it chasing it and he chases it to the school garden mm-hmm. and up to the pond area mm-hmm. and it jumps in the pond and swim across no yeah. how cool they can swim Wow. Yeah. Well, yes, no wonder they survived the dinosaur that, disaster. That type of cockroach is relatively n- new in um, Southern California. Uh, I think they've come up with migrated. global warming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they do follow water. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That tells you something. That tells yeah. you a lot of something. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe they well, swim in the ocean. There's another thing with the. Uh, globalization is water mm, you got very good point you got nestle for example yes in africa mm-hmm. stealing water and then selling it back to the people yeah but in michigan too yeah yeah and california exactly you mean flint michigan yeah outside flint yeah the Nestle what empire. what they're stealing water outside yeah. Flint and yeah, then selling it water. to the people in Flint? Well, they're selling it all over. All over. See, that's that makes and, me and that makes not an American corporation, but that the makes way. me very Nestle. upset. It's a Dutch corporation. I think it's Swiss. Swiss. Okay, but the point Same is that thing. makes me unhappy because you know these people in Flint, Michigan, they need to. They should be giving them free water. Well, the CEO of Nestle believes that. Uh, Having clean water to drink is not a uh, human right. A human right. Right. Of course not. Of course not. Why mm. would that? Why should we have clean water to drink? Or clean air. We don't have yeah. a right to clean air. We don't air have either. a right to any yeah. of that, apparently. And for, Gosh. let's look at this globalization mm-hmm. from a philosophical perspective. I can't talk. Um, at the moment yes you can um no okay all right some water water drink some water so the corporations have kind of taken over Mm. and we have the united nations right Mm -hmm. and their job is to kind of patrol over that uh thing but they're, of course, corrupt, like mm. a lot of government. And when we look at it like that, the corporations are private, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they're very successful, whereas government is more public. Mm-hmm. And it's not really so great, mainly because it is public. Um, I, I disagree with you on that. Really? Yes. I, I think that... I mean government gets a bad rap much of the time <clears throat> but in fact why not have government to employ people mm-hmm. um some of the best uh, services we have are run by the government mm-hmm. uh, and then you take something like the uh, current crisis uh, with the uh, fires in northern california mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them private. have been caused by sparks from a privately owned mm-hmm. corporation that meets out the uh, electricity. electricity. Yeah, yeah. So people are saying that maybe we need to make these type of corporations no longer private, privatized, but be public. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, is that what you're saying? Oh, that's I wasn't who, getting that. Well, 
what I'm saying is they're... Well, p- people are undermining government um, services. The effective uh, effectiveness of government. What are you saying, Devin? You I, speak. I'm, I'm saying that the corporations have sort of been overlooked while everybody mm. was focused on government, mainly because government, government. Yeah. was public. Oh, I see. So, so we don't pay attention to corporations and they've been quietly doing well, things. Well, corporations have been very kind to us. Haven't they? Right. In Sometimes they donate money to no, no, no. various causes. But what I'm saying is that they come off very kind. Look at all these nice commercials and, oh, oh, right. and all the government screwing up. It's okay. You have us. We'll provide oh. you with all this stuff. Ooh, I like that. See, I don't pay attention Ooh. to commercials anymore. So, but no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. There is, is something here. This look at this. Like, we create the beautiful electric car for you. Mm-hmm. See, the government's screwing up, but we're creating a beautiful electric car. You can have your electric car, right, or your hybrid, and it's beautiful. It can be beautiful as well. <gasps> oh, you see that mountain wa- that we're bottling the water from the source the government is not providing it for you we are right wow that's profound Devin. uh-huh whoa that's so profound leonidas came over to like yeah, join like, in the whoa. fun like whoa Devin is profound yeah so i guess my point is is i already made my point didn't i that's a very good point and then what does that say from a spiritual standpoint? People are looking for a savior, perhaps, and the government's not saving us, so the corporations will. McDonald's will save you. Well, the government One saves the corporations. One big at a time. Mm-hmm. And then the government saves the corporations when they screw up, right? Because of there's corruption. Hmm. Well, or somebody's not thinking very clearly, as in when we saved the banks. Well, what do you think the people in government are doing? They're watching the same commercials we are, are they not? It's an indoctrination of society that goes on. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. when we look at globalization, um, we start to see other things as well like you know totalitarian regimes for example mm. and uh dictatorships mm-hmm. that are sparked by corporations and among other governments that are mm-hmm. outside as an outside influence so in other words corporations help set up totalitarian governments in other nations. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they anger people. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And there's not much you can do about it because they got so much money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. And yet we keep looking towards the next beautiful car, the next... So pretty. The next... Um, beautiful pair of shoes or the, the lipstick that's going to make us look gorgeous or the next 
iPhone that's going to do all all that I ever wanted. It's the same thing every year. Over and over again. It's the same thing. The corporations are providing us those things. But you said that the government provides us with some of the best services, right? So I, I assume you mean social services, right? Yes, I'm thinking Social Security. Mm-hmm. Yay, mm-hmm. Social Security. Yeah. Mm. And Medicare. Yay, Medicare. Mm-hmm. Except for those with student loans, ah, not getting any of that. Well, well that the, they're, instead that's... of paying off the banks and then having the banks still being holding Aren't debt banks from private? students banks are and private, right? homeowners. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The banks got paid off in the big crash, right? But then they still held all that debt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So how did the people benefit? Right. That's where we sh- we should have benefited. The people mm-hmm. didn't benefit. The, the people, people did not. The are still did. paying the price and paying the piper, so to speak. I and mean, they have. Very little spending money compared to mm-hmm. before. People losing losing the farm, mm-hmm. losing their homes, literally, right? And then and then we still have student loans galore. So you know, uh, my generation that's probably filled with so many student loans yeah, your will not generation especially. We are I going to be. We all got the. We are. We got. Oh, we sure did. I mean, we are, and we were told we were. I mean, I didn't understand how profound it was when financial planners would tell me, don't expect Social Security. And I was like, oh, okay, because it won't be there. Well, it won't be there because you have student loans. That's why it won't be there. Well, who sponsors the universities? You got to think. It's corporations. Well, now now it's happening. Yeah. And it probably... State universities, Mm -hmm. public universities used to be funded by states. And then they would get some grants from the federal government, and there would mm-hmm. be some donors. Now, most state universities are run as though they were private universities because the states, California being a prime example, have put so much money into prisons. Mm-hmm. Which are and private. Private prisons. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, it costs much more to house a prisoner than to educate a student in higher education. Yeah. So it's been a very poor use of uh, our funding. Apparently now that's like when that. um, the um, state governments have not done such a good job. But if you look at the Board of Regents or the governing boards of different state universities, um, they're filled with CEOs of big corporations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm. uh it's uh it's got to change. This is not a good system. Well, when you look at um a lot of the big empires throughout history, uh I feel like this is always a part that happens because they get too difficult to maintain. And there's too much corruption. Mm-hmm. Like the shogunate, for example, ended in a dictatorship. Mm. 
Didn't the Roman Empire... There were so many dictators in the Roman Empire, I don't know. But they probably ended in a dictatorship. Uh, and then, you know, all these other empires. So this could just be a phase that empire needs to go through. And maybe globalization will help get through that phase. But um, I don't know. Hmm. Well, one of the good things about globalization that um, has been pointed out is that now we have more and we, we look at uh, dealing with climate change as a global issue. It's no longer just, you know, each country for themselves or what have you that more and more countries are now coming together to say hey we all collectively have to deal with this issue yeah, yeah. but it was also created co collectively right and so it's a good thing that they are collectively supposedly right trying to fix it yeah yeah so but don't you think it was kind of inevitable if if human beings were traveling on the, along the silk road and in ships and what have you and and trading and all of that and then going out and conquering one another don't you think globalization was inevitable i mean ever since back then probably it was happening talking about the crusades ever since agriculture started i think it's been Everything. inevitable right right so if human beings were just hunters and gatherers still and not creating communities to live in, right, and agriculture, then maybe maybe we wouldn't have all the globalization problems we have. Maybe, but you just got to think, is this a phase that uh, the global economy is going to go through Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a lot of suffering yeah in the very near future like i said this economic uh it's not sustainable it's not sustainable yeah and whether yeah, the bubble's gonna burst whether it's four years or ten years you need to be prepared right for another great depression mm -hmm. it's just it's just the truth and you know when you look at the billionaires of silicon valley what are they doing they're buying up property in new zealand they're gonna go hide there and wait it out mm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's one of those things that it's like yeah bank your money and oh. hide it under a tree didn't we also see the some of those same people creating bunkers or something yeah People are creating bunkers. Yeah, I, I think we saw something. Are they doing uh, that again? A show about I mean, that. I know they did that in the. Well, I don't know. Maybe that the was 50s. They, oh, people no, are it was still a doing more it. Recent. Yeah. yeah, you should have a bunker, but like we that's only for nuclear war. What you really need is land that you can be self-sustainable on. Yeah, so you can like, oh, like I, I, I. Uh, uh, there's somebody just th this weekend. She had a big old, what was that? Butternut squash. And she said she had one that was even bigger. And, and she grows it in her yeah, garden. She grows it. And Zucchini is really easy to grow, apparently. No, pumpkin. Mm -hmm. 
zucchini and beans. I mean, that's what we need to be focusing on is how can everybody start growing their own food? Well, food, there was a study done. Could be true, could not be true. Mm-hmm. Probably is true. Uh, it takes eight oranges mm-hmm. to get the same nutrients that a single orange would get when you were growing up, grandmother. <gasps> really? Wow. Yeah. So now we need eight to your one. Nutrients wow. are very being very diluted. Because of pesticides and gen- not genetic modification too much. But yeah, genetic. Yeah, no. Genetic modification. Those yeah, big strawberries yeah. that you get don't really have that much nutrients. Like They, they don't may- have much flavor either. No, it's all just looking. They look yeah. good. Yeah. But they're, well, what's the substance to them? Yeah, strawberries used to be Which so good. Which is interesting because, you know, you got a lot of very unenergetic people walking around very like zombieoid-ish because they don't have enough nutrients see the zombie apocalypse is upon us <laughs> i'm just saying well, the remedy is probably coffee <laughs> let's just give bullshit. coffee to all those zombies <laughs> bullshit hey 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 we hey, love coffee hey. that's what your mother always says. oh god give me my <laughs> coffee please that is the elixir of the gods okay mm-hmm, sure i'm just saying coffee whoever develops coffee was thank you no 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 it's coffee uh, I, don't like I can whiskey. go without whiskey, but get bring on that coffee. No taking that coffee away from me. My God, is it yummy. My goodness. My goodness gracious. A good cup of joe in the morning. Mm. Amazing. Well, if there's an economic collapse, you won't be getting very much coffee. Mm-hmm. You'll have to grow your own coffee. Mm-hmm. I know, right? You My own coffee adapt. beans. I better start figuring that one out real mm-hmm. quick. I, I think you need a tree. Don't they grow on a tree? Bushes, um, I think. Bushes? There's probably different kinds of beans. I don't know. I'll just... Well, I mean, there are, yeah. I'll go buy a bunch of coffee. Flavors. I'll stock up. Yeah. I'll stock up in my bunch. You could. You could stock up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's so much to do. Of course there's so much to so do. So much to hoard. The question mm-hmm. is, are you going to do it? Or are you just going to wait till shit hits the van? Yeah, and you're right. Prepared? You're right. That's a good point, Devin. You just—it's just practical. You can't count on government services to give you everything, you know, because they don't have enough for everybody stocked up. That's true. Isn't there a time when we were without coffee? I don't know. Wasn't there a depression or something? Yeah, because people went crazy before your time. Before grandma's time, I don't think people had the coffee. Uh-huh. And they went all World War Z zombie. I know. I mean, it makes sense. I understand. And chocolate? Oh, my God. We can't do without chocolate either. No, no, no. no True, no, the best no, no. beans ever. What right? are the best beans? Coffee, coffee and, and chocolate. chocolate. They all come they come from South yeah, America, dark right? Dark chocolate. I don't like yes. milk chocolate. It's fake. No, dark chocolate is really dark good for chocolate. you. It's really good. I like both. But I have to admit, since this is oh, it's no longer are we in November yet? Yes. Okay. Well, it was just October thirty first and um we did buy lots of candy. However, nobody came to our door. So guess who's been eating it all? Oh yeah. M and M's baby. What? Love it. It's very bad for you. I know, but 
it's so addicting mm-hmm. and um you know, as the woman at Trader Joe's, what was her name, Maddie, said to me today, I said, I said, Maddie, don't you think I need to consume that, the chocolate I bought from Halloween? And she said, well, yeah, it's not going to keep. <laughs> but it Wasn't will keep, won't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But it was, it was the joke because I was joking about why I had to eat chocolate every day to consume the the Halloween candy that's not going to keep. Well, I see the gym in your immediate future. Ah, yes. <laughs> Within about an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. I'm tired. Maybe. <sighs> maybe I can do it. If you're a piece of chocolate, what chocolate would you be? Would you be cherry chocolate? Would you oh. be chocolate with nuts? Mm. Would you be evil milk chocolate? Mm. It's not real. It's not real. It's fake. Chocolate covered almonds. Mm. Okay. Okay. I like the variety that Sometimes we get at Trader like Joe's. It. It's their mix. They're almonds covered with milk chocolate and almonds covered with dark chocolate. Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. Do you I know don't, that? Don't Do you know, know that song? That's uh, no. before That's my time. That's a commercial for Almond Joy and... Which is a corporation that you have been. Mm-hmm. And I named M&M's too. Okay. So, and I like the peanut M&M's and the plain M&M's. Doesn't Nestle own M&M's? Oh, God. I'm pretty sure it does. I've been caught. It might. I think it does. And it's not dark chocolate. So, I would say for me, it would be dark chocolate and probably dark chocolate um, covering something. I mean, Cranberries. I think that's pretty good. Dark chocolate. It also has to be chocolate that's not some sort of grown by child slave labor. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. I don't condone that. Free trade. But is it really free trade? Not when it's M and M's. Is it really free trade? That's that's a good point. And free trade coffee is that really free trade? I hope so. One would hope. I don't even think M and M's are. But there's a lot of there's a lot of okay. Let's not not get look at. That's what they had for me to buy candy. Like it was it was called Halloween, and I was preparing for the zombies that would come to the door (laughs) in search of Halloween. Okay, candy. Anyway, and they all went to a more expensive neighborhood. Yeah, probably. So let me ask you this though: the free trade. Okay, I mean, there are some that will only buy free trade coffee, only buy free trade chocolate, and are, like, it, it, you do want to know, like, is it true? Because we know that companies label things organic when they're not, you know, mm-hmm. that they lie. They lie, yeah, right? And so that would make me very sad if they were lying also about free trade, you know? Well, I don't know. If you're so gestapo on what you get Mm. and what you eat Mm. all the time and you're buying furniture from ikea it gets pretty hypocritical true yeah if you're gonna follow it through follow it through to the nth degree that's a good point 
Well, although can't you just pick and choose your battles? Like, okay, I'm gonna change this behavior of mine by making sure that I'm buying free trade, buy right? used furniture, yeah. free habits. trade coffee. Those are instance. called habits. Or I'm gonna buy, yeah, like changing your habits so that you're helping, right? Like buying used. You're trying to help. It's in good faith. Yeah, faith. Good. Well, faith. I remember. I remember. I know. In my more than fifty years of marriage. Uh huh. I think the only thing we ever bought new were mattresses. We bought, oh, twice we bought new couches. Hmm. And those were mistakes. Really? They didn't didn't last. They didn't last? Yeah. Well, I'm going to look at, I'm looking at our furniture right now, and I see one, two, three, uh, what? For a lot of the stuff here is antique. Five, yeah. Like that's an I'm antique. Like thinking about what is this is antique. Half isn't of the it? things Our couch? in here are probably well, it's not antique, but it we got a consignment store. But I mean, half of the things we have are um, they're used and half yeah. are new. What? what or maybe the majority are used. And I mean, the desk, because yeah. like my my um what. The desk I got from my room many years ago. That was as I was building it. That was probably IKEA. As I was building it, it broke, and it was IKEA. Yeah. And I got rid of it. But IKEA is really fun to go to. It's actually kind of scary. And they've got cute stuff. It's spooky. And it's a quick fix for people. That's why. It's spooky. It's really scary. Yeah. Wow. Most of the stuff we have in here is antiques or used or. Whatever. Not really antiques. I mean, it's just consignment. It's consignment stores. Cheap, cheap. Cheap consignment. But but that means that we, you know, I mean, not that we haven't gotten stuff at Ikea, too. You know, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Huh. That's really weird. When I think about that. So we're helping not deal with globalization or you know with the furniture globalization by not purchasing i guess brand new i guess yeah the not contributing to globalization but we have some furniture. japanese furniture in here True. from japan yeah maybe that came from yeah possibly but that or could have come at a, that or china. Could come at a time that or china or glo- i have yeah. some china cabinet things that i got in an antique, antique. store yeah. So they probably came from China unless they're like replicas, which they probably could be, you know, because they weren't that expensive, you know. Yeah. And they're probably not even antiques, but whatever. Um. Hmm. Well, I was thinking about when we had um, what was that? About a month ago, we had Citizens Climate Lobby here. And uh, and the. The point was made that the time really to reverse what we're doing to the environment really has to be done on a global level. Governments have to step up and make it happen. Yeah. You know, that, and, and, and yes, we all need to keep doing what we're doing. And, and by making these little changes in our lives, like buying free trade coffee or chocolate, right? then you're reminding yourself that there is a global problem so that you get involved 
in your civic duty of uh, trying to, you know, they lobby, right? They try to lobby so that the government passes bills that will um, help change what we're doing to the environment, right? They've got, they've got a bill being looked at. They were saying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. and there were like four or five others that have been proposed as well, which means other groups are getting involved. So, a part of our doing our little bit of being, yeah. you know, our little bit uh, making choices, we can't we can't all be like perfection you know it's a it's a process right learning to be more environmentally well where aware and be less hypocritical to use the term you used in our choices in life right um has to do with uh it's a daily it's, it's almost like a daily practice reminding yourself it's like a daily practice of prayer or meditation or yoga or tai chi or whatever it is that people do um making coffee and drinking it in the morning that's a daily ritual for me as well right for a lot of um, people a daily practice of something helps us to remember you know um helps us to be more aware of the choices we're making and going to the store, for instance, with your bags and not choosing to take the plastic bag, right? That, or carrying out your items and refusing the plastic bag, that can be a daily practice to, to remind you, Hey, it's one more step that I take to be reminded that globalization does in fact impact the environment buying um healthy food organic Mm -hmm. produce and so on Mm -hmm. right so is important and we always try to do that Mm -hmm. for our health and also to help keep the organic farmers in Mm -hmm. uh, business Mm -hmm. right then with globalization there's also the issue of diseases Mm, are more i mean there's airplanes and stuff well i mean if we think about what happened to the native americans when the europeans came over here right like they brought all these diseases that they weren't able to handle um and so they ended up with their diseases wiping out so many Native Americans in this country, you know? Smallpox, measles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... And we're more horrific. susceptible to a global pandemic superbug. Right. That's, yeah, that's pretty scary. bad with, you know, right? globalization. Or, or the migration of, isn't there some sort of mosquito that tiger mosquito came up from africa or something you know like i think we have more than one variety of mosquitoes a tiger mosquito that can give you yeah. a really bad disease and I mean, they're so over much. in texas right now dengue fever yeah something like that i mean yeah these things this is some scary stuff right but what is the solution the solution or multiple solutions um i don't know 
I don't know. That's what makes it so complex. Yeah. When there's no solutions. The solutions for the food situation is grow your own food. Right. Maybe get your own farm. Well, Cuba did that, right? When they, when they, there was an embargo against them, they had to. And they learned. I mean, people were doctors and they had, they quit being doctors and started being farmers and growing food food on their own backyard or on their patio. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could, or their balcony, you could grow food there, you know, so and you can develop inoculations against dengue fever, superbugs, malaria, and other things. Mm. How so? Like immunities, you mean? No, you develop inoculations. So oh, yeah, yeah. You give protective shots. Which yeah, shots. Of course, we have a whole uh, group of educated folks in this country who don't believe in. Schwartz and vaccinations. Oh, vaccinations, right. That's the other a whole possibility other is, for example, uh, with mosquitoes, if you can create a mosquito through breeding, then yeah. it cannot uh-huh. breed. Uh-huh. And you send those out to mate with the bad mosquitoes. Yeah, the bad mosquitoes will die. Yeah. yeah. So. But then you're playing God. Right, and that's a whole other thing. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I think I'd rather have people doing that than right spreading bad fevers mm-hmm. around. True. Mm-hmm. Well, like let me point out, Chris Pratt. I think has his own farm. Oh, but really? I think he kills like lambs and stuff. He probably has a vegetable garden. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I think is he uh, New Zealander or Australian originally? No, he's American. He's American? Yeah. I don't know where his farm is. Might it's be probably like Wyoming. They're all like in Wyoming. These these actors all go get land in I don't know what is in Wyoming, Wyoming. except for oh my god, what's my favorite it's probably show? Probably a lot of land there. My favorite show that takes place in Wyoming, Mom. Oh my god, it's the best show. What's that called? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking over there? There's nobody there to answer my question. Uh, hello, hot sheriff. Longmire. Longmire. Thank you. I didn't you. even watch that show. Thank you, Longmire. That is the best show ever. Wyoming. Well, it's not on anymore, and it hasn't been for quite some time. I know. And, they okay, need to bring another you season. Finished, you finished binge watching it two years ago. Well, I, it's time to binge watch it again. <laughs> it's been two years it's time to rewatch oh it that was a really good show it really yeah. was but then you see okay that's why all the okay. actors are buying land in wyoming why because i don't know it's beautiful because of longmire yeah and it's beautiful there i guess it's in southeast i mean if they filmed it in, you know how <laughs> Wait, sometimes they wyoming? film in los angeles and you're like oh that's <laughs> supposed to be vietnam or that's supposed to be korea north what? oh it's in the north okay like mash MASH filmed right here in Los Angeles, and that was supposed to be, you know, about the Korean War, right? Yeah, Los Angeles County, you mean. You were looking. Wait. Well, topography is so similar everywhere. You were looking south when you looked. Look at, so Longmire. (laughs) Longmire, really good show, y'all. Watch it. I'm sure most people have seen it. No, they have not. Are you sure? Most people are listening going, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. It's a good show. It's a Netflix original. Is it? Yeah. 
Netflix needs to get busy and do another season unless they finish the last. No, they're season. done. They did. Oh, they're done. They're oh, done. they finished it. Listen, some stories come to an end. No, okay? it, I really felt like that left me wanting more, which is what we're supposed to do. That's showbiz. That's showbiz. That's yeah. good showbiz. If they good leave you wanting more, that's good showbiz uh-huh. for all you showbiz don't people out there. Overdo it. Don't people give, get annoyed. Don't give them everything. No. Leave them wanting more, okay? That was the best advice I was given by my father. So, leave them wanting more always. Leave them wanting. And more. on that note, we're going to leave you wanting more. Yeah. We're yes, going to wrap we this are. thing up. Because you don't get everything gym. on globalization. The people have been eating. Uh, wrap it up. Halloween candy. Oh, yeah. Go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this has been the, the bad beat. beat, and there is a cat sleeping on you. Oh, good night, Arnold. Good night, Arnold. Good night. And good night, y'all. Yes, like, subscribe, comment, share, share. You- Most importantly, share. We want everybody share. to feel the Bayat beat vibe. Yes, and subscribe. And if you want to know, like. if you want to know when um, comment. when the next episode is out, you can follow me on Instagram at Devin AC Donna. Awesome. Done. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.